Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to ask for your support on Patreon. Every pledge to the Creative Space podcast, big or small, makes a huge difference in helping me create more of the content you love so we can continue exploring, learning, and growing in creativity together. Head over to patreon.com slash podcast to show your support or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for you all. And now let's get back to the show. everyone and welcome to another episode of Creative Space, a podcast where we explore, learn and grow in creativity together. I'm your host Jennifer Logue and for the next few weeks we're going to be doing something different on the podcast. You may or may not be familiar with a book called The Artist's Way, but it's probably one of the most popular books on creativity. It was written by Julia Cameron and released in 1992. And despite it being around for quite a while, I'm only now finally doing the artist's way itself. And what do I mean by actually doing the artist's way? Well, if you're not familiar with the book, it's set up as a course in discovering and recovering your creative self. So while I read the book for the first time a few months ago, I haven't actually done the course itself. It's a commitment of 12 weeks and it includes exercises and like field trip type of activities, but I'll explain that a little later. I first wanted to talk about how the artist's way found me twice in my life, but I guess I wasn't ready to receive it or maybe it wasn't the right time, who knows. The first time I was taking guitar lessons with an instructor in New York, and he had the artist's way on his bookshelf. Randomly after one of our lessons, he highly recommended that I check out the book. And man, I was so closed off to the idea. I smiled and nodded, but inside I thought, I don't need a book on how to be an artist. Ha. Well, later in life, I found that the things we resist the most are the things we probably need the most. And I really needed the artist's way back then. I really needed it. Um, Then the second time, it was when I was studying acting at Playhouse West. The book was on the reading list for advanced level acting students, which wasn't my level, but I bought the book and it sat on my shelf collecting dust. Then in 2022, I got inspired to start the Creative Space podcast And before I started interviewing people, I decided to take a few months to write about my own beliefs on creativity. Despite working as a creative for my whole adult life, I never really stopped to think about creativity as a concept. And I didn't want to have my foundation be built on other people's ideas, if that makes any sense. Anyway, flash forward to being past the one year mark of this podcast, it was finally time to read The Artist's Way. And it's so funny, so much of the book overlapped with my own experiences, although there was also a lot about creativity that I hadn't thought about. So of course, the first thing I wanted to do in 2024 was properly do the artist's way. Work through it week by week, do the exercises, all that stuff. So I took Julia's instructions to set up what she calls a creative cluster. 
which I love, by the way. It's a great word. It perfectly sums up the creative, supportive energy of the group. Anyway, we just had our first meeting this last week, and I'm so glad to be doing The Artist's Way in a supportive group setting. We have people from across the United States and Canada, which is pretty cool. And for the first meeting, we did the introductory pages of the course, which covered a lot of ground. But there were two main things I wanted to talk about in today's episode, morning pages and the artist's date. Or the artist's date, sorry. The main tool in the artist's way is the use of morning pages, which are done every single morning upon waking. And as Julia says, you're spilling out of bed and onto the page every morning. No matter what, you have to write three pages in a stream of consciousness kind of way. It's basically a brain dump, a means of clearing out the cobwebs, the worries, the self-doubt, the bad mood, the lack of motivation, the jumbled thoughts. It's not meant to be read by anyone. Uh, The morning pages teach us to stop judging ourselves, to literally learn to just let it flow. I love stream of consciousness writing, and I implement it when I'm songwriting or brainstorming a concept for work or developing a character or something, but I've never done them in the morning like this consistently. I keep a journal, and that's more of a dialogue with myself, but with morning pages, I have to keep my hand moving across the page without thinking, so there's no time for me to censor myself or manipulate the language in any way. And in this last few days that I've been doing it, it's been very therapeutic. I've been doing them each morning as I have my tea before I vocalize. And creatively, it's a really nice addition to my morning. Now, the second key tool in the artist's way is the artist date. And this is super fun. Basically, each week you have to take your inner artist out on a date, just the two of you. Like on the podcast, we talk about inspiration being the input and creativity being the output, Julia says we need to restock our creative pond with fish, inspirational fish. So the artist's date is our means of doing that. I have all sorts of ideas for my weekly artist's date. I'm keeping a running list, going to a thrift shop, taking a painting class, spending an hour perusing books at an old bookshop. And someone in my group actually mentioned simple things like going to a park and swinging on a swing, That just sounded fun to me. I haven't swung on a swing since I was 12, and I used to love it. So I'm probably going to add that to the list. But that's the artist's way at a very high level. You read a chapter of the book a week. You do your morning pages daily. You do your writing exercises that correspond to each chapter, like alongside the morning pages. And then, of course, you have your weekly artist date. And I'm already loving it. I decided to do it because now that I've started to write songs again, I found that I'm a bit blocked there. It was my first creative outlet, and it's always the one I've been the most critical of myself in. So creatively, I need to get out of my own way. I need to get out of my own way. So if you're feeling blocked creatively at all, I highly recommend you check out The Artist's Way. I'll link to it in the show notes. So for the next 12 weeks on the podcast, I'll be sharing my experience with The Artist's Way in each chapter. I hope some of my revelations help you on your creative journey. And that's all I have for this episode of Creative Space. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Jennifer Logue. Until next time.
Hey, it's Jennifer Logue again. Did you know that apart from being a writer, musician, and host of the Creative Space podcast, I'm also a creative coach? It's one of my great joys in this life to help people like you untap your full creative potential, whether you're a seasoned artist or completely new to exploring your creativity. We're all born creative, and I believe our lives are much more balanced and fulfilling when we nurture this sacred part of ourselves. If creative coaching is something you're interested in, you can go to my website, jenniferlogue.com, and schedule your free discovery call today.